Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your host, I'm Brandy. And I'm Darielle. Our show is produced by DJ Duro. And this week, to close out October, we are going to be discussing domestic violence, healthy versus unhealthy relationships. It is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so we wanted to touch on that just in case we have any listeners that are experiencing that. Hopefully, our stories will help someone today. Uh, and we will be providing the number, the hotline that you can contact for help. Uh, we wanted to kind of start off on a lighter note. We had a discussion on Facebook, um, a post that Dariel had put up <laughs> about, you know, what a guy should do in a relationship. So I'll let her start with that. Okay, so I decided to stir up a little conversation and... I said, your man should pay for your hair, mani, and petty every month. Just my opinion. So, of course, I put it on Twitter and I put it on Facebook and in our little Take Control podcast group. And everybody just went crazy on me. And I thought it was (laughs) funny because everybody takes what I say the wrong way. I never said that it's an obligation or he has to. I just feel like it's a nice thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like... I know if I'm speaking on myself, like, a couple months ago, um, when I was just being a stay-at-home mom, for example, and, you know, it's hard because I'm just going to school, I'm not really working, and that, with that comes sacrifices, like, I'm not getting my hair done as much as I used to, I'm not getting my nails done as much as I used to, so sometimes I want my man to be like, here you go. I know you need it yeah. done and you don't got it right now. So, you know, <laughs> go treat yourself. So that's where I was coming from. But of course, everybody <laughs> was commenting and saying. It was like 35 comments. It was. First of all, a guy commented first and he said, he said, nah, I'll pay for my upkeep and you pay for yours. Girls be looking at relationships as a come up and wonder why they get their feelings hurt. I like I get what he's saying because it is some girls who are with guys just for their money, but that's not where I was coming from. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, but a lot of the females were saying it's not necessary every month and that it's a nice gesture, but it's not a requirement, or that they wouldn't get mad if their man didn't do it. Yeah, I for me, I think the gesture is nice, but it doesn't make a difference because I want things done when I want them done. So I don't want to wait on anybody to get my hair done and get my nails done. When I need a balance, I'm going to the shop. So it's like I'm not waiting for my boyfriend to be like, oh, here you go. But when it when he does do it, it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah, I wouldn't be, be mad either. Like, I wasn't saying that it was a make or break. Like, of course, people took it that way, which I don't care. But it's not a make or break thing. It's not... A, an obligation I wouldn't be mad if you didn't do I was just saying it's nice if your man would do it for you like whatever you know (laughs) but I got people talking that was my goal so right I think some guys they just don't care in a sense I think if you see it as somebody's trying to use you yeah then maybe your outlook on it is negative. But if you just want to, you know, you want your girl to look nice, then participate in the process, I guess. I know I want my man to care about how I look. Like, should I get my hair like this? What color should I get? If you act exactly. interested, I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. Notice when I change my hair. Yeah. I it, I feel like this. If your girlfriend don't send you pictures of what color she should get her nails, she don't love you. <laughs> 
<laughs> she don't love you. If she ain't sending you screenshots of nails and different colors, she do not love you. Get you a new one. Get you a new one. That's an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we just kind of wanted to start it. Um, start the conversation off with something a little bit more light because we're getting a little deep this time. So, um, domestic violence. I don't know again if any of our listeners are experiencing that, but my advice to anyone who may be would be to get out of the situation sooner rather than later because in my opinion I just feel like things get worse before they get better um my experience with it it was in my early 20s the person that I was dating we had been dating for about three years or so and something happened where things had just kind of took a left turn and we just couldn't see eye to eye and I it's funny talking about it because I can remember the first fight up until the last fight and all of the ones in between. And I was telling Darielle that at the time, being younger, 2021, 20, I don't think I understood that it was a domestic violence situation because I don't feel like he was beating me. It would be full-blown fights, us fighting each other. And I was telling her, you know, I remember there was a time, I think, I hit him in the midst of us fighting and he had bruises on his face. And I remember after the fight, I'm covering up his face with makeup because he has to go home <laughs> to his parents. And how are you going to explain you right. got a big old bruise on your face? Like, oh, she hit me. And then there was one time we was on vacation in Florida and we got into a fight in the hotel room and I had bruises on my chest and things like that and trying to cover it up. But at the time, like I said, I don't think I realized that, like, this is a situation that you need to get out of. People mm-hmm. think that you're supposed to go through all of this bad stuff that shows that you love somebody. And it's not. That's probably the furthest from the truth, in my opinion. And I remember the reason why I stayed so long was because something very bad happened. A parent had passed away. And at the time, we were literally best friends you know his friends had went away to school my friends were away at school all we had was each other so we just it was just us and after he went through that I felt like I was the only person that he had and ironically that's when things really started to get worse was after he had that loss in his family and I think he just didn't know how to grieve he didn't know mm-hmm. how to take that frustration out in a different way so it came out on me and I remember the last fight we was arguing and I was yelling, of course, females, we do that. But I wasn't putting my hands on him, whatever the case may be. I was saying whatever I was saying, but I wasn't acting crazy. And he hauled off and he hit me in my face. He punched me in my face. And the cops were across the street. We was outside of Icon, crazy enough. <laughs> cops were across the street. And I was able to get out the car to get the cop. And I remember telling the cop, like, he just hit me. I don't want to press charges. I just want him out my car. And he's denying it. Mm-hmm. You going to lie and say I did that? Okay, so you think you man enough to hit me, but you ain't man enough to admit it? Right. Okay, cool. I just want you out of my car. And I remember I went home, and I was just a mess. And I, I thought to myself at that time, I'm like, we're going to kill each other. Something's going to happen because the arguments would start off so small, and they escalated. And all I can think of is that something's going to happen where I'm going to kill him or he's going to kill me. And we're not even going to know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. We was arguing about the sky being blue. Now she's dead or he's dead or in the hospital or whatever the case may be. And I thought that if I didn't kill him, my dad surely would. So I just 
at, at that time I was like I'm done I don't want to do this anymore and we've haven't spoken since I mean I've seen him throughout the years just in passing being in the same place but that was it for me at that point and it was like he would try to work it out with me but it was like I can't be with you because mm-hmm. some some men are just not capable of that behavior like they would never put their hands on a female and knowing that I can take you to that place or you could take me to a place where I put my hands on you we got to leave it alone so that was my situation and so like I said I if you think that you're staying because you love that person and you want to be there for that person leave I don't care how you do it how hard it may seem leave because it doesn't it it doesn't get better it will not get better in my opinion or that person needs to get help something it's just a situation that I don't feel anybody needs to be in and it's not always men it's it's a female too so yeah it could be a lot that is a lot I'm sitting over here like oh my god (laughs) it is funny because it doesn't bother me anymore so when I tell the story people are like that happened to you you never know what a person goes through that's true that's true. <sighs> okay, well, <laughs> I guess, well, I can relate to your story yeah. a lot because mine was, it was a little different, but it was similar in the sense of us fighting each other. Um, I think some people got the impression that he would just beat on me or whatever, and I'm here today to say that it was not all him. Like, you know, it was me too. So I can admit that because I know me, I have a bad temper Yeah, and I can't continue to go back and forth with my words. So it was like, eventually I'm going to just get to a point where I'm just going to want to hit you and not saying that's okay, but it's just, I'm not arguing with you. So, and I noticed that I don't have control of my anger. I do now. I mm-hmm. have more control now. But back then, not at all. Not even last year. Like, yeah. So I'm, I'm just now getting there. But my situation was around nineteen twenty. Um, I was with my person for around the same three years. Um, but mine was a little different because we had a kid together. Yeah. So I still have to deal with this person to this day. He's not crazy now, which is crazy because after, like, we broke up, I didn't, we never had any fights or he never tried anything. So, yeah. it was weird, but I would say with ours, like, I remember the first time we got into it and he used that line that everybody uses. I'm sorry, it's never going to happen again. I didn't mean it. <sighs> and at first, you know, I was just like, you know, I don't believe you, but... I was just like, all right, I forgive you. Yeah. And I went back, and it just happened over and over and over. Like, we would fight each other. He would spit on me. And that's just when I just, you know, it was just too much. Like, that's disrespectful. Like, yeah. it's one thing to fight with me, but to actually physically spit on me. Like, and it happened every time we got into it. Like, it was just ugh, a mess. But I really didn't tell anybody at first. Um, because I didn't really have, well, we were living together, so I really didn't have to be around my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, to, it was a point in time where he, like, he would take my car, he would take my cell phone and he sold my cell phone before. So it was like, I couldn't get in touch with my family or my friends to even tell them what was going on, you know? Yeah. So 
it, it separated me from them for a long period of time. And it was just like when I did see them, you know, it's, you need to leave. Yeah. Why are you dealing with that? And that just made me push away from them even more and get closer to him because I felt like he was the only person that was there for me. Um, but I think my breaking point was one time we were in a car and he was driving. We were fighting. Mm-hmm. And he pushed my face into the door and I had bruises on my face. And I couldn't hide it from my parents. I yeah. had to tell them. I told them what was going on. My whole family was calling him and his parents and his grandparents just going off looking for him. But once again, that pushed me away from them even more, too, because I was just... I wasn't ready. I had to see it on my own. Yeah. Like, I lost so many good people. I lost my best friends at the time. Like, it was a lot. Like, I lost a lot of people being in that situation, I think you get to a point where it's just like you're tired of hearing about it over and over and it's just like if you're not going to change it what am I here for yeah so I get it from you know my friend's point of view so I don't blame them for feeling how they feel but ours was just more than fighting it was a lot of verbal and emotional abuse like he would bash me on social media he would make me feel insecure and ugly like he would just find anything to talk about like oh I don't like your hair your hair is ugly you're ugly what you have on is ugly so it it fucked me up like mentally I was just like in a dark place I hated myself I didn't want to live like it was a lot and once we had a kid together it was more hard for me to leave yeah but at the same time having him woke me up yeah like I remember our last fight that really made me leave was I had my son in my hands and he was still a little baby. So, and we got into it and to avoid it, I just shut myself in the room door and I locked the door just to avoid it. And he kicked in the door and was still fighting me, fighting with me with my child in my arms. And that's when I was like, I can't can't do do this. I do not want him to grow up seeing this. You don't help me anyway. So what am I here for? Yeah. And after that, I just, I didn't tell him I was leaving. I told him I was leaving for a couple of days. And I slowly just kept getting more and more stuff until I was just gone. Until you were just gone, yeah. And that was it. I think for me, and I still to this day, and I think anybody who has dealt with me after him, they've experienced this, experienced this firsthand. I have a complex when it comes to arguing now because of that situation. Mm-hmm. I always, it could be a small argument. I'll leave. Like, if I felt, because at that time, I had a bad temper, too. His friends, they would call us Chris Brown and Rihanna because, and it's not really funny, but it's funny because (laughs) we would legit be in his dorm. Well, he had an apartment at the time when he was in school, and he would go off on me in front of his friends, so we would be fighting in front of his friends, just craziness. But I have a complex about arguing. So even the smallest of arguments, if I feel like I'm getting heated, I'm going to leave. Because yeah. I feel like it's going to escalate to something that I can't stop. And I don't like to argue. So I'll just be like, you right. Like, I, cool. I don't want to argue. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not doing it. It's face-to-face conversation, especially. I'm not, not arguing with you. I'm just not going to do it. So I think people don't, who are in this situation, you don't really see how it affects you until after mm-hmm. you're out of it like even just sitting here talking about it I'm like damn I'm getting emotional yeah like I really I really went through that and this was seven eight years ago you know what I mean so and I've always wondered you know it's like and he's not a bad guy you know what I mean and like I said I just certain people just can't be together because you pull yeah. things out of each other that 
are terrible. And I've always wondered, like, I hope when he moved on to his next relationship and, you know, had a child and all that, like, I hope that that changed because it's a whole nother different ballgame when you got a baby. So it's like... For sure. I just... I hope... I hope that he gets it now. And I have to. Like, I'm not... I won't put my hands on a man. Like, my mom used to tell me all the time, like... You can't be the man, but don't let him put his hands on you. You hit his ass back. Like, mm-hmm. she used to, And that's how our fights would be. And I'm one of those people where it's like, if I ask you don't touch me, just don't touch me. If I'm mad, just let me be mad. I'll get over it. Just leave me alone. And he was the type to never want to leave it alone. So it's like, he's like, come here and grabbing at me. And the next thing you know, I'm swinging yeah. or whatever the case may be. So it's just like, it's not a good situation to be in. And I just want people to understand it. And I, I think some of my friends knew at the time... I had a friend that was always with me when we would be around him. And I know she knew. I don't know if all of my friends knew. And it's like, we still have mutual friends. So anybody who knows the story, they'd be like, damn, that that really happened? He really did that? I said, you don't know what a person is going through, what they're dealing with, or who that person is behind closed doors. And like I said, it's not to say that he's a bad guy because he's not. Like, we were literally best friends at one point in time. But you just don't know how to handle things, especially when you're younger. So, like I said, I just think if you're in this situation, you got to get out of it, especially if you have children. Because, like you said, you had your baby in in your arms. Like, how that work? That's your son. You I know. know what I mean? Yeah. It it sucks too because now that he's older, he he has anger problems. Yeah. And I don't mean to cry, but it's hard. I get it. It is like I don't. It makes me feel responsible because I know I have my own anger issues and I know what I dealt with even being pregnant with him or, you know, just him. Even though he wasn't old enough to understand, he was still there. Yeah. So I just feel bad that he's going through his own anger problems because I don't know how to help him. I barely know how to help myself. I think don't cry because you're going to make me cry. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) And we can't be on here crying together. <laughs> but I think the first step is recognizing that that's the situation. You know what I mean? And yeah. you got out of it. And you got into a better situation for you and your son. So I think it. you have to recognize you have an issue in order to fix it. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why I said if there's anybody who's listening that's going through that, you have to understand that that's a problem. It's not a good thing. And it's not just about somebody cheating on you in order for it to be disrespect you know what I mean and it's not even somebody calling you a bitch or whatever the case may be there's so many different forms of disrespect it's like she said physical mental it it can be anything but you have to recognize that that's an issue and you can't live your life like that because it's going to harm you when it's all said and done you it's going to harm you so you have to get out of it um we're gonna get off of this topic because it's (laughs) starting to become a lot so I'm going to go ahead and give anyone who needs it the telephone number to the domestic violence hotline. It's 1-800-799-7233. Again, that's 1-800-799-7233. And I'm also going to say you guys have my social media. If anybody needs to talk or just has a question about how do you get out of it, how do you get help, you can personally write me. I will 
answer in the best way that I know how to. You can always email us. Again, I'm going to give that email. It's takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. Anything you guys need, if you just need, like I said, just someone to talk to, you can reach out to me. I will definitely respond. Yeah, same here. Um, And I just want you guys to know that whatever you're going through, just love yourself first. That's the most important because if you don't, like, you're going to look for other people to build you up. And when they don't do that, it's going to hurt you. Like, I still deal with insecurities to this day from that situation. It's hard. Like, so self-love is is the most important thing. Definitely. Definitely have to love yourself. Nobody can love you like you. And if they don't love you it's just as much as you love yourself, they ain't the one for you. For sure. Because when you look in the mirror, you got to love what you see. Okay, so to switch gears a little bit, we want to go ahead and go into healthy versus unhealthy relationships. And there was one thing that stood out to me that I happened to see on social media this week, and that was the whole Gucci and Keisha Kaor wedding. And there was a post on social media about how she was with the out-of-control Gucci, the cheating Gucci, the on-drugs Gucci, and she didn't leave him. And she's the definition of a writer. And you can't expect to be with someone if you're not with them at their worst. You don't deserve to be with them at their best. And I have a few things to say about that. I don't necessarily agree. I've seen a lot of people comment and say that they agree with that whole situation. But I don't. I just feel like in a relationship, when you are in that getting to know someone phase. I didn't sign up for you to cheat on me. I didn't sign up for you to be a drug addict or anything like that. So why should I have to stay through that? I mean, people choose to do it and that's fine. But I just kind of feel like, for what? If that makes sense. So I don't think I personally would stay. I mean, I would try to get the person help. Maybe I would do that. I would try to get them help. I would... Maybe one mistake, we can try to work it out. But repeat offenders, I ain't going. I'm just I'm just not. So I would leave personally, but then again, I don't have ties to anyone. I don't have kids with anyone. And nobody that I've ever dated is making six figures or more. So I don't think I would do it. But that's just me. So I kind of feel like that whole process is kind of unhealthy, in my opinion. Well, um, I'm kind of... I'm not one-sided with it because I've definitely stayed around for, you know, people's mistakes over and over and over. Um, So I don't really see anything wrong with, like, staying with somebody while they're changing. On drugs, though? I I don't know about all of that, but (laughs) I kind of think that some of the stuff he did was, like, to the extreme. But... I feel like people care so much about what other people think and how they view yeah. their relationship. And I think if you want to stay, that's up to you. doesn't matter how other people feel. So I don't really blame her for staying, but I also feel like you don't have to go through all of that just to get what you want or just to get a ring. Like, that's not necessary. I agree. I agree with that. I, yeah, I can say I agree with that. Um I I just feel like some some of those things they're just unhealthy. Like if you're with somebody and they just won't get it together, like how much are you supposed to take? Right. I do think that a relationship can survive cheating, mm-hmm. but some of that stuff is just like 
I'm cool. Yeah. For I'm sure. Cool. Especially because they have like the whole world watching them. Like I think if I was a famous person, I don't know how I would be able to handle it because you're just you know, everybody's watching you and you have to see everything that people say and that will bother me. I agree. For sure. It I don't even think I could do it now, but not even being famous, I just don't like people in my business. But I don't know, I think an unhealthy relationship can consist of a lot of different things. I know a lot of people said communication was a building block for a healthy relationship. Um, I think you got to be specific when it comes to communication because it's not just talking. Because if I'm talking, but we're not getting anywhere in our conversation, you're not listening to me. You're not trying to apply some of the things that I've said to make things better. Mm-hmm. Then it's kind of pointless. So I feel like with communication, you have to be a little bit more specific in that. Like you have to put that effort in to say, okay, I hear what you're saying. I receive it. I'm going to try to change. Some people don't do that. It's just like you talking to a brick wall. Yeah, I agree. Only because I know my communication sucks. Like <laughs> I used to think I was the best person at talking and communicating. But then the other day I realized like I'm really shitty. Like, <laughs> I'm that person, like, I know what I want to say, I know how I feel, but when it comes to, like, saying it out loud, it's all messed up. Like, people always take it the wrong way, my intentions come off wrong, or I don't, I'm not good at explaining it, and I don't like to repeat myself, so if you don't get it the first time, the second time, I'm probably not going to tell you. I'm going to get mad, and I'm just like, just forget the whole conversation, like, so I definitely think communicating the right way is important, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I agree with that. I think I'm bad when it comes to, if I'm upset about something, I don't communicate how I feel very well. I'm one of the people where I'll just internalize it, and then one day I just (laughs) blow up. And it's like, well, well, where the hell did all of this come from? But it's definitely a way to argue. I kind of feel like I hit below the belt sometimes, and I'm trying to work on that, because you don't want to say something to hurt somebody. You can get your point across without hurting somebody. But... Again, like I always say, if you take me there, then I don't care. No, for sure. I always tell people, like, don't get mad when I react when you push my buttons. Like, if you know me and you know what pushes my buttons, and you do it and I ask you to stop, yeah, but you don't stop, so don't get mad when I react. Like, people always want to call me crazy and say I'm, a, I'm an angry person, but it's like, if you take me there, you know what you're going to get, so don't be shocked. Yeah. But, Yeah. <laughs> I think another um, make or break situation when it comes to unhealthy relationships is trust. Um, Not even necessarily in the sense of like cheating, but if I can't depend on you, like if you tell me you're going to do something and you don't do it, it makes me second guess everything about you. So it's like if I can't depend on you to be there when I need you for something it kind of just makes me want to just say, okay, I'll do it myself. And I'll stop talking to you about whatever the situation may be and just get it done myself. So I feel like that is a make or break when it comes to unhealthy relationships is whether or not y'all really have that trust. Yeah. I agree it's not just about cheating too because I feel like you can bring in trust issues from a past situation to a new one. True. Like if you're used to people doing you wrong or lying to you or – um, 
you know, you lose that trust with somebody you were already dealing with. When you move forward, you probably won't trust that new person either. It's not right, but it's easy for you not to trust new people coming into your life because of what you dealt with in the past. Right. And, you know, it's funny because I had, when I was taking my notes for this, I had put down that when I'm talking to my friends and we talking about relationships, I always tell them, like, you have to love freely. Like, if you like that person or you love that person, just be in that. Like, don't feel some kind of way unless they give you a reason to. Mm -hmm. If you haven't done anything to make me feel like I can't trust you, why have that wallet? Right. You know what I mean? Once you give me a reason, then okay, I can see it. I tell my friends that all the time. And I'm probably the worst at listening to my own advice, like everybody is, but I just feel like if that person makes you happy, they're not doing anything for you to think otherwise, just live in that moment. I don't see the point in being like, oh, I went through this with my ex or whatever the case may be so it's your fault like right i I don't want to do that i I don't want to do that in a relationship going forward so outside of that we said trust we said communication are definitely make or break for unhealthy relationships and i think friendship is important i feel like if you're not friends first with the person that you're with then your relationship becomes unhealthy i agree with that I always always say that you should be friends first, um, you know, knowing how to have fun together, leaning on one another, of course, dating, just that stage where you're getting to know each other. So if the relationship doesn't work, you still have that friendship to fall back on. So it's not like y'all leaving on bad terms. Right. So I think friendship is definitely important, first and foremost. Just that beginning stage of you getting to know somebody. Right. And I think even when you're in a relationship, like a relationship goes through its valleys and its peaks. Like you get to a point where y'all kind of get bored with one another or things are kind of slowing down. You get out of that honeymoon phase and you don't have nothing to fall back on if y'all weren't friends first. So it's kind of like you have to have that solid foundation first before anything, because like I said, it's going to be times where. I really don't like you. I don't want to look at you. (laughs) But if you're my friend, then I can see with those glasses, like, okay, I'm not going to look at you like a boyfriend right now. I'm going to look at you as my friend, and we can, you know, get better with that. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of different ways a relationship can be unhealthy. I feel like if your friends are in your business a lot when it comes to your relationship, that could be unhealthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I I had a situation where, like, one of my good friends and the person I was with didn't see eye to eye. And it was like they started to dislike each other. Yeah. And it was like I was stuck in the middle. And I basically, you know, had to tell him, like, this is my friend. She's not going anywhere. Like, you don't have to like her, but you have to respect that that's, you know, a close friend of mine. So it's it's hard being in the middle. It's just like. You don't really know. You don't know what to do because you always have your friends to lean on. Like, I, I'm guilty of telling my friends too much. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, if I feel like I can't talk to my partner, then my friends get me regardless. Yeah. And they're very, like, blunt about telling me what's real and what's not. Like, even if I don't want to hear it, they'll tell me, like, if I'm wrong and if I'm right. And so I feel like they understand me more because my friends are very similar to me and they go through some of the things that I go through. So 
I don't know. It's hard not to tell your friends too much. Yeah. I I go through the same thing, but I've been in relationships where my closest friend and my boyfriend didn't like each other. So it puts me in an awkward position because it's like, okay, me and her have been friends for 20 years. Me and you have been dating for a year. Mm -hmm. Granted, I'm happy with you, but she's not going nowhere. Like, this is a package deal. So y'all got to get along. And it's put me in a place where it's like, okay, I'm going to just stay out of it. As long as she don't disrespect you and you don't disrespect her, I don't have nothing to say about it. When y'all around me speak and let that be it you know what I mean but I feel the same way I feel like my friends their advice comes from a good place you know it it may be a little one-sided because of course their attachment is to me but Mm -hmm. it comes from a good place but I feel like some people do have those friends where they're negative influences and it could be guys like if you hang around a whole bunch of niggas that want to cheat on their girlfriends mm-hmm. i don't want you around that right like, they don't need to be your friends yeah for sure <laughs> I, I, I did that one time like uh uh-uh, you don't need to be around them they single they be having you in some mess like i don't want you around them y'all can't be friends i don't like them it was <laughs> a hot mess but it's all about what goes back to trust with me like if you trust the person you're with whoever they around they shouldn't influence them in yeah. a bad way for sure yeah but back to the friendships thing like I feel like I involve myself and my friends business too much too because it's just like right or wrong I'm gonna be there to defend you regardless like I'm gonna tell you you're wrong but I'm still gonna be there like it's hard not to step in when you care about somebody and especially my friends they always got my back so I gotta be there for them too I'm the same way I think like I think I was telling you this. I had a friend, and I feel like our relationship kind of suffered because I was too much into her relationship. I like to fix things. I always want to fix people's problems. So <laughs> she was going through it, and I called her boyfriend and cussed him out, like, on his voicemail. I didn't, I didn't care. Like, I went off because it's like, don't play with my friends. Those are right. That's family, pretty much. So, you know, I think it kind of put her in a place where she felt like she couldn't talk to me as much. And our relationship suffered. And then I had, you know, kind of a similar situation with a different friend. And we're trying to repair that friendship now. So it's it's hard. But it's like you love them yeah. so much. It's just like I don't want to see you go through that. So if I can stop it and I'm going to say whatever I need to do or say or do whatever I need to to stop it. Because you right. don't want to see your friends hurt. But it can definitely be unhealthy to be in people's business when it comes to their relationships. Yeah. I try to just be supportive, but not overstep the line. Just so, because I don't want... I feel like guys think that we influence our friends when it comes to our relationship, and we really don't. Like, I don't know about other people, but I'm going to speak for me and my friends. Like, we never sit on the phone and be like, oh, you need to leave him. I don't like him. We don't do that. It's just like, even if I feel like you don't need to be with him, you deserve better. If you're happy... I'm going to support you. I'm going to just be there when you need me. If yeah. you want to fight, we can fight. If you want to get married, I'm going to be in your wedding. Like, <laughs> either way it goes, I'm going to be there. So, it's definitely important not to get too involved. Yeah, I think I've I've learned that. Especially because my friends is people that they have children with. So, it's definitely a boundary yeah. there. Because that person ain't going nowhere. Right. So, it, I, I think you just got to kind of just, like you said, be supportive and leave it at that. Let them know, you know, be okay, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like I don't really have too much to say about 
unhealthy relationships. I mean, people know, you know, why they break up. Cheating, we're going to talk about that. That's definitely unhealthy. For sure. And I think in that talking stage, I feel like lines have to be established. Because if we're not on the same page, then it becomes unhealthy. Like, if you kind of just talking to me, but you don't want to be with me, say that. That's a waste of time, though. But people do it, though. I just feel like I'm not talking to somebody or giving somebody my time that I don't, if I don't see it going nowhere, unless you, unless you're just trying to have fun, you know, you just want to mingle here and there, but I ain't wasting my time. I feel like I'm too old. I agree. (laughs) Me, us, but I feel like it's people out there where they just kind of play in the field, but they don't want to tell the people that they're talking to that they just play in the field. So it's like, if you don't want to be with that person, say you don't want to be with them because you might have this woman over here falling in love and you have no intention of being with her or this guy falling in love and you out here messing with other people. And then get mad when they act crazy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) See, I want to speak on that more, but I think I might save it for another topic. Relationship expectations, dating expectations maybe. Yeah, but it's kind of different because I was with somebody and they had the person before me still mingling around and I don't know if they really established what it was and she was just still trying to work her way back in there and then it was just too much like yeah I've been through that too yeah you gotta you gotta draw a line like this is what it is this is what it ain't but but also I've seen situations where like People will tell you, but that other person still catch feelings. So that's their fault at that point. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but you creating your own exactly. unhealthy relationship with yourself. If yeah. You're delusional about what's going on. Um, like I said, I don't feel like I have a whole lot to say about unhealthy relationships. We all know what's unhealthy, you know. Healthy relationships. What What do you figure would be healthy for you? For me. Whoever I'm with, I need them to make me feel good. Yeah. Um, You know, build me up. Don't talk down on me. I need somebody that understands me. And this is not just for relationships. I'll speak on friendships, too. Like, I need somebody to understand me. Like, I'm not an easy person to deal with. I'm not an easy person to understand. But if you try, like, that means the most to me. Yeah. Um, I need support. Um, of course I need honesty all the time. I don't care if you hurt my feelings. Like, I need you to be honest at all times. And sometimes I require a lot of attention. (laughs) Like, I hate it. Like, I be feeling too needy sometimes. But I need attention. But I also am that person. Like, when I need time to myself, respect that. Like, don't take it personal. Just give me that time. And when I'm ready, I'll be hitting your messages. Like, hey, I'm back. What you doing? (laughs) <laughs> I definitely feel that. I feel like for friendships, all my friendships are pretty solid. I don't feel like I have any unhealthy friendships, but I need friends around me that aren't afraid to tell me I'm fucking up. Yeah. If I'm fucking up. You know, I need friends that's going to pray for me for sure because just life, you know what I mean? So it's like you need people who genuinely support you. So, like I said, I feel like all of my friendships are pretty solid, but. Same with you. I'm needy. Like, I'll text my friends, like, can I come lay on your couch? 
back and watch a movie. Come on, girl. But, you know, like you said, when I want to be left alone, just leave me alone. So that's all a part of understanding who I am. I feel like um, relationship-wise, I'm actually dating. So I I told my boyfriend, I'm like, I'm going to talk about you on this show. So he better be listening or we're going to fight about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was telling you, we was talking about it. I feel like all of my issues that I feel like I have, all of my flaws, I think I told you this, like I feel like they wouldn't be as deep with, the person that I'm supposed to be with mm-hmm. in a healthy sense. So, like, in this situation with me and him, it's easy to talk to him. Like, from day one, we would talk about everything. And he would always tell me, every day he would ask me, tell me something I don't know about you. Tell me something I don't know about you. And at first it was, like, little small stuff, like, oh, I don't like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> And then it got to some real personal stuff. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm telling him this. But it was he was easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to say this. Ladies, do not go home to your boyfriends and be like, well, Brady said that they do this, so we need to do it. Because it might not work for y'all. Right. I do not have the answers. I'm going to tell y'all that now. I do not have the answers. But one thing that early on we had said to one another that we were going to talk about everything, regardless of how uncomfortable the conversation was, how hard it may be to tell each other something, we would talk about it. And so he had came up with this idea for us to do these notes. So from Sunday to Sunday, we get in our phones, we take down these notes. So we don't tell each other what we're talking about. We take it in our notes. And then on Sunday evenings, we go and discuss the notes. So if it was something that upset us we would talk about it or we wouldn't talk about it like okay you got everything you need yeah I got everything I need and I thought that was dope because he came up with the idea Mm -hmm. so I was like oh that's definitely cute you care (laughs) and he's so supportive like even with the podcast he's like I'm gonna tell all my friends and I'm gonna tell my mom to listen to it and I thought that was really nice. Like, everything about me, like, he kind of just engages in that. Like, even with my health, I think I was telling you that, too. Like, he went and took a class to learn about diabetes. Yeah. And he was telling me all about the class. I seen you on Facebook. I went to comment, like, oh, my God, you're so cute. I was like, don't be corny. Just. He get on my nerves. But he's not going anywhere. We already done had this conversation. He's not going anywhere. He helps me through my issues. So now it's like. You can't leave. If you leave, we just going to have to fight. For sure. I made a tweet today, like, Brandy's story about her and her guy is so cute. Like, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to Bay. But, no, he he's annoying. But, for real, he's not going Who anywhere. Who isn't annoying? Everybody gets on my damn nerves, honestly. Like, everybody in my life, everybody I deal with gets on my nerves at some point in time. Yeah. It's it is what it is. And we say that, too. It's the person that it's like, okay, I don't want anybody else to annoy me. Yeah. It's you. I remember we had that conversation. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> you can't annoy anybody else. I'm not going to have it. No, it's just not going to happen. But I, I feel like I'm simple. Like, I feel like just a healthy relationship for me is me being able to be who I am. Like, yeah, that's it. Except in my ugly days, my sad days, my angry days. Just take me as I am. Pretty much. Like, pretty much. Like, I 
You know, if I'm walking around the house and my head wrap on, tell me I'm cute. Like, I take this wig off. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, like I said, I feel like I'm simple. If you can help me through my issues and I help you through your issues, then I think we good to go. But, you know, I like I said, nothing wrong with struggle. Everybody struggles. I think it is probably what you can take. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody's different. So what might be a breaking point for me might not be a breaking point for someone else. And I respect that. I have nothing bad to say about that. In the end, if it works out for you, then great. Um, I know we, we wanted to talk about family, like healthy relationships yeah. with family. Y'all know I told y'all I had put my family on the block list. And how did that work out? (laughs) I mean, my dad lives next door to me and my mom's up the street. So they really didn't know that they was on the block list. But they was definitely on it. And my dad finally listened to the show. He was like, oh, so you had me blocked. Yeah, I had you blocked. He's like, oh, well, you sound good on the radio, but they don't know you broke. (laughs) Like, really? Girl, we all broke. Girl, struggle. (laughs) <laughs> struggle but um i i just feel like this like you have those family members that they never call to see how you're doing they only call you when they want something mm-hmm. it really it's not even just family it could be anybody and i feel like i don't need you in my life if you can't call to see how i'm doing but you can call me when you need something mm-hmm. that's one-sided yeah and i'm not with it so i'm quick to stop talking to my family if i have to like, i am too i think I've learned that blocking somebody for a couple of days is actually healthy because I told you I did the same thing. And for one, like, my grandma was on the block list. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I love her in death. She does so much for me and my kids. But, you know, it, I just kind of did it to avoid conversations. Like, my family, even though they have good intentions and they want to help, they also are very nosy and judgmental, like, and I kind of just had to distance myself because it was kind of like, you're calling to get the story or see what's going on, but when you don't get it from me, you call in aunties and cousins and uncles to make your own assumptions of what's yeah. going on, and that pissed me off, and it was yeah. just like, I'm going through this, and if you're not calling to help me, we don't have nothing to talk about, so I put, she was on my block list. My dad was on a block list, and my grandpa was on a block list. <laughs> so, you know, once I unblocked them, everything was cool. And she understood, you know, it's not my business. What you do is, you know, your business. And we cool now. We went grocery shopping together yesterday. <laughs> Everything's fine. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. Then my dad, on the other hand, like, he tried to call me a couple times. I have no words for him. And I want to save that for our daddy issues episode but I don't have no words for him I ain't answer his call I don't want him to call me but eventually he stopped calling eventually but a couple months ago by he'll be calling me again mm-hmm. and I ain't gonna answer yeah I that's definitely just, have some things mm-hmm. to say about the daddy issue episode that's an unhealthy relationship that I don't want to repair yeah at all I, but I do want to learn to forgive people because I have a lot of hurt that I hold on to from all my unhealthy relationships and it's not good like yeah. I don't like bringing in those insecurities and the hurts and all the issues to new relationships and new friendships. So I'm trying to learn how to let that go. Yeah. For sure. I think forgiveness is probably the most healthy thing you can do for the relationship that you have with yourself. Like if you hold on to all that anger and bitterness or sadness, like it starts to 
affect you in all kinds of ways. Like, I know I'm the type of person, like, if something's bothering me, I'm distracted at work. I'm distracted at home. I don't sleep. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't eat, things like that. So it's like you got to let that stuff go. Work is another thing that can be unhealthy. Like, I've had to take a leave of absence from my job because I was so stressed out and you have coworkers that you don't like or your management is terrible. And I've experienced, you know, recently situations where management, they was racist, like straight up racist and playing favoritism. And I've never experienced that before in my career history. So it was just like, I would go home and I just didn't want to be bothered. And it was all because of my work day. You know what, I'm gonna just say this. Because it's making me mad. I'm going to change the subject for a second. If y'all hear these girls next to us in the library, I done went over there and asked them to be quiet. So if y'all hear like a door slam or something, it's me losing control. I'm going to just say that. Oh, my God. Because they won't shut up. But anyway, like I was saying, hopefully y'all can't hear them. But if y'all do, just block it out like we're trying to. But no, work will stress you out. So (laughs) I feel like anything that is unhealthy, do your best to just remove it out of your life. For example, these girls next door. (laughs) They're really pissing me off. I really hope y'all can't hear them and then I just sound like a crazy lady. But they're really loud. Um, we're currently recording at the library, but anyway, yeah, I just feel like anything, (laughs) anything that is unhealthy, you have to just remove it, remove it from your life and don't look back. I was just about to say that, get it out of here. It's hard for me to remove people though. Like I'm, I don't like to call myself soft, but I'm a little soft, like, I will let somebody linger around for too long. I'll take too much until it just becomes too much for me. And then it's all this weight is on my shoulder because I allow so much toxic shit in my life. So I'm working on trying to remove anything that doesn't mean well. Yeah. So trying to be positive, have positive people around me and just let go of anything that's holding me back. It's something that I've been doing this last few months, and it's it's helping. Yeah. Trying to clear my mind. Yeah. And I think, I honestly think that it's a never-ending process because people change, you know what I mean? So, what was once good for me may not be good for me later down the line. And if people aren't growing with you, you kind of got to let them go Yeah. in the midst of all of that. So, I think it's a never-ending process, but as long as you can recognize that it's an issue going on, then you can remove the issue. Yeah. You know? So, I I don't know. Like I said, we everybody kind of goes through the unhealthy, healthy relationships as far as friends and family, romantic involvements. Like I said, you just got to recognize it and know make adjustments. When, know when enough is enough. Yeah. Like, don't keep taking it. Doesn't matter how much you love this person. Doesn't matter how much you may need that person. Like, you have to think about your needs first sometimes. It's okay to be selfish. Just realize when when it's too much for you to deal with life day to day because it's too toxic. That's when you know you just got to walk away. 
Right. And the thing about that is, like, once you get that weight off of your shoulders, you will feel so much better. Yeah. Like, I've been in different situations, friends or whatever the case may be, where it's like, okay, I got to let you go. And then once I did let that person go, I felt so much better. Like, I can breathe, you know? Yeah. So, It'll hurt at first, but yeah. you'll be okay. Yeah. Definitely. It definitely will hurt. But you get through it. It's life, you know what I mean? It's We all go through it, literally. But... Again, I wanted to give you guys the number to the domestic violence hotline if anyone needs it. Again, it is 1-800-799-7233. We do have a couple shout-outs that we want to um, shout-out. <laughs> uh, Tiana. You have a lot to say on the group, and we appreciate you so, so much. Um, I know you had brought this specific topic up, or I had mentioned that I was going to talk about it uh, in today's episode. So thank you so much for all of your feedback. We really, really appreciate you. Um, Shamika Preston, thank you. She always reposts the um statuses that we put up and i also get my hair from her so check her out (laughs) she's through maven and she's really good with makeup um so check her out shamika preston uh there was a couple other people that we wanted to shout out to so you know thank you guys for everything shamika and tiana okay well my shout outs i definitely have to shout out my two of my closest friends um Jazz and Mo, of course, because they've been supportive from day one. Um, and also Ashley and Charday. So, like, in the beginning when we first started, we got our feedback. Those are four people that I reached out to. And they helped definitely get me out of my shell and yeah. know what to do to make the show better. So, I have to shout them out for the support. Um Tiffany, that's another one of my friends. Um, Asia Skip, she's always supportive as well, too. She, yes, she thank posts you. our stuff all, all the time. time. <laughs> Love you. And Jay, you know him. Hey, Just Jay. Shout him out. <laughs> he gave us some good comments. He called us some queens. <laughs> queens. Thank you, Jay. And Michael, you get on my nerves, but. You the homie for real. Thank you. You always got something to say, some positive things to say. Um, I know you mentioned emotional intelligence, and that was a good one that we do plan on talking about. So thank you. Uh, I do have to shout out my best friend, Ashley. You guys know her. She, of course, has had a lot of good opinions and um, feedback to give us as far as the show. And let's see, who else? My dad, even though he said we was broke. (laughs) (laughs) He's a hater. Who else? Um, It's a lot of people. A lot of people comment. We can't really say everybody's name right now. But the more we record, the more we'll shout you guys out. Um, We'll give everybody a chance to get some recognition because we really appreciate you guys. You guys have been so sweet with your comments and feedback and being active in our group and just you know whenever we ask questions or post something you guys are always responding so we really appreciate every single one of you so don't feel left out 
for sure. Thank you again, guys. Like I said in the beginning, if anybody has any questions or want to reach out to either one of us personally about something that you may be going through, we do not have a problem with that. Um, We have a lot of great topics coming up for November, so stay tuned for those. And is there anything else we needed to um i will let you guys know our social media again in case you don't follow us um instagram facebook is take control podcast and twitter is take control underscore db and then our email is take control podcast at gmail.com thank you guys oh oh before i forget james happy birthday my god baby turns eight happy birthday i love you okay bye guys bye <laughs>